Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. Yes, I am a couple minutes late. I apologize for that, but um, I hope that this uh, I can make it worthwhile. Um, actually, let me go ahead and make a couple of uh, adjustments here on my Wi-Fi. I hope I don't... All right. Um, and uh, we can go ahead and begin. So today I'm going to talk about Michael Jordan. I saw that Michael Jordan just uh, made an announcement that uh, it's kind of a big deal. You know, he's uh, speaking about uh, this uh, idea of giving $100 million to the black community. Uh, and uh, so I'm going to kind of break some of this down and talk about Michael Jordan and uh, and and the fact that I'm very proud and happy that he's making this commitment, but to also talk about some of the subtleties that we want to keep in mind as we evaluate the impact of these commitments, because, you know, everybody, uh, every, everybody has something uh, good to say in terms of what they're trying to do to help solve the problem. The question becomes, are they actually solving the problem? So we're going to break some of this down, uh, get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins. And so, uh, first of all, I want to I want you to put your hashtag B1 in the chat. If you agree with me that the black community comes first, put a hashtag B1 in the chat. Uh, if you believe that black people can do anything, put B1 in the chat. If you believe that we should uh, solve our own problems before we solve everybody else's problems, put a B1 in the chat. Now, that's important for us to just sort of agree upon because everybody's got us solving everybody else's problems from Asian problems to white people problems to, you know, Jewish people problems. Uh, we're not solving our own problems and it's no disrespect to anybody else, but I believe that our people need to come first. I believe we need to prioritize ourselves. So hashtag B1 basically stands for black first and it's, it's a code, it's an ethic, it's a belief, it's a creed. So I want you guys to consider uh, participating in that. So Michael Jordan, let's talk about Michael Jordan here. So Michael Jordan has um, made an announcement uh, with the Jordan brand. Uh, and according to uh, what I'm reading here, which is on NBC Miami, they pledged uh, the Jordan brand, uh, I guess the company that makes the Air Jordans and all that stuff. Uh, they've pledged $100 million uh, to the black community, which, um, you know, let's let's clap it up. Let's give a digital round of applause for, you know, $100 million is better than $0, right? It's better than $98 million. Uh, $100 million is more than, you know, $22 million. It's more than $10, right? So, so it's better than nothing. No question about it. Good for them. Way to go. This is great. Now. Um, I also, for full disclosure, will say that I am familiar with the guys uh, who are at, um, you know, who are on the uh, the Jordan Brands board. Uh, not not the whole board, but the CEO and all that stuff. I, I've met some of the guys over the Jordan Brand. I've been to, um, uh, I, I went to visit uh, their facility out at on the Nike campus, which was. By the way, beautiful. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, the Nike campus, the building, all that stuff. Larry Miller, the CEO, is one of the coolest, coolest uh, people I know. Uh, I really like, I don't know if he's a CEO anymore or not. That's how little I, I don't really keep up with what's going on over there. But when I did go, um, I was treated very well. And I have a lot of respect for those guys, tremendously so. And, and Michael has a lot of black men that are around him, a lot of black men and women that are empowered by what they're doing at the Jordan brand, which I think is great. So... Let's break this down. So let, let's first talk about what is actually being done. 
And then let's talk about a way to kind of process this in a way where we can evaluate the effectiveness. So here's what it says here. It says, Michael Jordan will launch a community grants program for social organizations assisting black communities through his apparel brand. The funds are from the Jordan brand's $100 million commitment that was established last year. Phoenix Suns Vice Chairman Jahim Najafi also donated $10 million to the NBA's foundation to enhance economic opportunities in the black community. Michael Jordan is taking the next step to his $100 million commitment to the black community. All right. Beautiful. I like that. That's very cool. But here's what I want to kind of process for a moment. Okay. Um, The Jordan brand is an economic enterprise. They are a business. Uh, They are capitalists for the most part, not hardcore capitalists, but they're capitalists. Now, the first words I hear when, when I read about this program, which is great, by the way, I'm not in any way criticizing what's happening here. I'm just sort of critiquing. Critiquing is different. Critiquing is where you like fixing your hair, like your hair ain't bad, but let me just kind of pull a little piece of lint out. Let me cut a little piece off. Like that's what it's critique. It's not criticizing, right? It's not, I'm not shaping your head. I'm just cutting a little piece off here. Two words that came up, came to mind that, that I actually think we might want to reconsider are, uh, if you read this again, it says Michael Jordan will launch a community grants program for social organizations assisting black communities. So the words are grants and social. Why do those words bother me? Well, because what tends to happen is that we have a big problem. And this is what I want you to focus on in this conversation. We have a big problem where the reason the black community can't really move forward and become economically competitive is because the black community has been pretty much always been identified as a charity case. You know, like, like think about it. You know, my, my beautiful black woman that I'm about to marry, she's a social worker. I'm a cat. I'm more of a capitalist than a, than a social worker. I'm not cut out to be a social worker. You know, she's the person that will sit there with the drug addict who, you know, who's who's been homeless and and say, oh, well, it's because of what he went through as a child. And and that's why he can't take care of his children, because he's 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 not confident and can't get a job. And he's you know, and he's in the drugs. He's it's like a dis, it's like a disability. Now, I think of, there's a role for that. That's very important work. Don't get me wrong. I respect it so much. But I'm not really cut out to be a social worker. I'm not the guy that's going to sit there with another able-bodied black man and, 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 and look him in the eye and say, oh, I understand why you didn't take care of your kids. It's because your mommy hurt your feelings when you were little and, and you, uh, you're sad and life is hard and that's why your children have to starve to death. I'm not that guy. I'm the guy who's going to say, Negro, get up off your ass and go do what you got to do. Come on, man, man up. After we finish feeling sorry for you and treating you like a little baby, we're going to start pulling the man out of you. We want you to be prepared for competition. And you see, now here's the point. Make sure this is clear. This is important. There's a balance to this, right? There is room for the the nurturing and the touchy-feely and all of that, for, for sure. That's why I married this woman, because she brings, she reminds me of my feminine side. Like, she helps bring that out of out of me. So I don't become too much of a a chest thumping gorilla and everything that I do. I think that's a good thing. But 
there's a point where the charity has to stop and you must get to the point of actually empowering people. There must be a point where you stop giving fish and you start teaching people how to fish. There, 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 there must be a point where you stop feeling sorry for somebody and, and start actually empowering them to change their condition. There's a point where you stop explaining why people are struggling and actually give them the tools to get out of the struggle. Do you get what I'm saying? Can I say this and still be loved? Can I not be seen as a heartless bastard when I say this? I'm not trying to be heartless. I get this. I get why, you know, we need safety nets. We need uh, social programs. We need grants. We need all of that. But never in the history of this earth has a community, has an entire people been elevated through charity. Never. So what I what I really see here is this. Look, and it's not all on the Jordan brand. I mean, I told you I like those guys at the Jordan brand. I do, and I'm not gonna I'm not in any way here to criticize them. But and I, I did we did talk about this for a moment, and and I, I I think that when you're talking about what it means to do something for the black community, I think we have to sort of really have a serious conversation about how you actually measure the benefits of, of, of this of these efforts. What are you really trying to do? You know, um, there's a, that documentary I've mentioned to you guys in many occasions before called Poverty Inc. Poverty Inc. basically explains how when you constantly treat a group of people like they are the poor kids, the broken kids, the uncompetitive kids, you you inadvertently keep them in that position because you never empower them to get out of that place. African countries that get put on these poverty lists and have these charities coming in every year, dumping products on, on the country, not giving them skills, not helping them build businesses, not helping them develop industry. They keep these countries poor. Because, you know, the, the best way for me to keep you poor, if you're poor, is to treat you like a poor person, like a disabled person, and say to you, look, there's no need for you to do anything for yourself. Just sit there and wait, and next year I'll come back with more charity for you. I will cook you more food because you can't get up and cook for yourself because you don't even know how to cook. And who can, I mean, it's impossible for you to learn how to cook, so we'll just cook for you. So, So what I'm really saying here is that if you really want to empower the black community, you got to teach people how to cook. You know, if you really want them to have fish, you got to teach them how to fish. You got to teach them how to own the land that the pond is on so they can rent the land out to people who want to come in and fish. So so what, what I see with, with the Jordan brand is this. The charity is nice, but I don't really think the black community needs your charity as much as they need your your access and your um, wealth of intellectual resources uh, that would allow them to become legitimate, relevant partners in all of that prosperity that you have. Now, Larry Miller, let me tell you about Larry Miller, the CEO. Well, he was the CEO. I think he retired of the Jordan brand. I haven't talked to Larry in a while. I got to catch up with him because I really genuinely like this guy. Larry Miller is a bad boy. He is brilliant. 
He made that he made that section of the company so competitive that I think the white boys over at Nike were pissed to see the Jordan brand literally get to the point where it has started to dwarf Nike. Like there are now, you know, in athletic teams signing with the Jordan brand that used to sign with Nike. Right. So that's what happens when when you see black excellence in the room. I told you all when black excellence and white supremacy are in the same room, black excellence wins one hundred and thirty five to four. Right. We, we just we, we can't be stopped when we are really representing true excellence. So there's a lot of prosperity within that company. And, and, and this effort is an important way to protect that prosperity by showing that you have some concern for the communities that are actually leading the way, leading the charge on creating the cultural authenticity necessary for you to sell your shoes around the world. The reason that Jordan brand shoes sell around the world is because black kids in the hood put those shoes on and everybody copies what we do because black people are the greatest. Be one. We're the best. We're number one. We're, we're, we're the most sought after, respected group of people on the planet when it comes to setting trends and everything. Everybody copies off us so they put those kids those shoes on the kids in the hood the whole world copies right everybody wants to be us because we're, we're just special like that and, and, and so you you built this prosperity and and you turned in in a legitimate way to that community to say hey we want to say thank you by writing some checks for some community programs social programs that will help enhance your community i think that's all good but i think there's a point where black people have to say we appreciate your crumbs, but we kind of want the big piece of chicken. We appreciate you giving us the leftovers after you've, you know, had the shareholder meetings and chopped up the $3 billion in profits or whatever you made that year. Uh, but but we want to be at the shareholder meetings. We want to be at the table. We don't want to sort of just be um, sitting at the little kid's table eating whatever scraps happen to come off the big boy table. And, and what, what does that mean? Well, well, you know, one thing that's interesting, I want you to pay attention to this, is that it's very, it's quite often that you'll hear about celebrities or major corporations that are somehow wired to the black community that will do some sort of, again, that word social and that word grant. They'll do some sort of social grant program with a few, you know, a couple million dollars or whatever that you got to apply for. So it's like a little lottery ticket that, that sort of keeps everyone happy. And they'll sort of sprinkle the, this charity on the black community. But then you'll read simultaneously about the fact that the company has just made a, you know, half a billion dollar deal with another company to manufacture their product or to market for them or to distribute something or some sort of partnership. So the real money is not in the charity. The real money is in the investment. The real money is not in the grants and the and the foundations and the and the and the and the, and the social programs. The real money is in the massive infrastructural you know, big league partnerships that these companies are doing that are worth hundreds of billions, if not eventually trillions of dollars. Right. So so what I really kind of want to see is I, I would love to see us take a different approach to really trying to solve the problem in the black community. You've got a um, you know, you 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 you've got now, now mind you, now, now just let's just be clear here. Um, first of all, two things. One, take a second if you could, please hit the thumbs up button, hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button, and also the Black Boss channel is on the uh, the URLs on the screen. I hope you'll subscribe to the Black Boss channel. That's where we have nothing but black men speaking on black men issues, and I think it's important because black men need to learn how to be bosses and be strong. So this is where the brothers come together. So if you respect black men or you are a black man, then go subscribe to the Black Boss channel. Hit the thumbs up button also. Whatever platform you're watching on, we're, we're broadcasting from multiple platforms. Please hit the thumbs up button. Um, so let's Let's just be clear, though. 
Michael Jordan has done some good in the black community. Somebody mentioned a second ago that uh, that he he built some free clinics in the black community and, and, and nobody's criticizing him for that. There was a time maybe a decade or so ago or more where you could legitimately criticize Michael Jordan for his lack of political involvement with the black community. He would, he had kind of run away and, you know, just sort of got become extremely apolitical to the point where it became annoying for a lot of people. But Jordan has, has turned the tide. He's gone with the trend because the world has become blacker. Michael Jordan has participated in some of that, which I commend him for that. No criticism called for here at all. But one of the things I think is really important, though, is to remember that the black community is not just a charity case. Um, If you're talking about empowering a community, you don't empower a community with charity. You empower a community with investment, meaningful, relevant investment. So here's an example. Here's something that they could do tomorrow. And anybody who's watching from that that organization that wants my help, I'll help you for free. You ain't got I don't, I don't need your charity. I don't need you to write me a check. I know how to make money. I've got I've made a lot of money with millions of dollars through investments and everything else. I don't need your money. I'll get on the phone with you for free to help you set this up. Just give me the resources to to implement the process. Here's one thing you could do that would have an, a, an immediate benefit within a year. Go to every hood in America where all those black boys are wearing your sneakers and all those little girls are growing up and becoming babies, mamas or whatever, whatever some of the girls are doing. Some of them are doing good things, some not. Right. right? And set up um, economic training camps where you can have another million black kids every year learning how to start businesses and then Fund those training camps with tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars of investment capital or low interest loans that would allow these young people to go and start their businesses. If we have anything in the black community, we've got an oversupply of hardcore hustlers. I heard just yesterday from my boy down in New Orleans called the Wall Street Trapper. And the Wall Street Trapper, if anything, he's an expert at hustlenomics, at hustleology. He knows how to hustle and he knows a whole lot of hustlers. There are hustlers in this room, I'm sure. Raise your hand if you're one of them. So we got a lot of hustlers who don't have the capital to fully pursue their passionate hustle. They want to hustle. They want to hustle into the future, but they can't because they got to go work for some white man every day or they can't get the funding for their business. So supply the training and the resources so the hustlers can hustle so that all those teenage boys sitting on the block, sitting on the corner, trying to stay out of jail, can have a place where they can go just like they go to the Nike camp and learn how to play basketball, just like they play in those little football leagues they got set up all over the country, where there should be little economic training camps for all these kids in every hood across America so that black people can become the leaders, the global leaders in entrepreneurship entrepreneurship and real estate ownership and development and stock market investing on the planet. That would be a multi-trillion dollar move that you could make tomorrow. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? Please tell me you're getting what I'm saying. I, I get crazy when I say this because I, it, it's like something I'm, I promise myself, I'm just going to scream this from the rooftops until I grow old and die in hopes that somebody will hear me. I need somebody to hear me on this. That is a game-changing move that you can make tomorrow. You give them the skill and then you give them the resources. Just like if I want you to be the best football player in the world, two things I got to do. I got to get you a football and, 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 
and some equipment and I got to show you how to play. If I show you how to play and I give you the equipment, all I got to do is put you in the game and you're going to start winning championships. Global economic warfare is a war and it is a game. And what the reason we lose the war and the reason we lose the game is because we don't have the equipment and we don't have the training. So you're, you're spending time going to school, learning how Billy's going to have two daddies and, and, and all these other silly things that they teach you that have nothing to do with your survival. And, and they never teach you how to do the things you need in order to succeed economically. And then when you fail miserably economically, people wonder why. Well, the reason you fail is because you never learned how to succeed. Succeed. You ne- they never taught you the skills you needed in order to prosper economically. So why would you expect prosperity when there was none planted in the first place? You didn't plant a seed. Why do you expect a harvest? There is no harvest when you have no seed. So if the Jordan brand or any other company wants to really help black people, And I talk to these young guys all the time, every day, Southside, Chicago, Atlanta, Philly, New York. I see them everywhere I go. All they want is the skill and the resources. Stop just going to the hood and building a basketball court and thinking somehow that you've made a difference. You ain't made a damn difference. We got enough basketball players. I don't, we don't need any more basketball players. And we don't need any more black people being prepared to go work for white people. They hate that shit. They don't enjoy it. They don't. Seriously. How many of you were, have worked for white people and literally went to work wanting to punch somebody in the face? Raise your hand. Be honest. I'm raising both hands because I got a hit list of people that I probably would have beat to death if somebody didn't get me out of that situation. So, so don't tell them like, oh, we're going to let two black people come and do an internship with Nike because we're going to make sure that they get an opportunity to join corporate America. That's great. Good for them. But that's not going to help the masses. Or, oh, we're going to go and we're going to create um, we're going to create a little program where we're going to give uh, you a, a free pair of sneakers if you make good grades. Well, no, that's not that's not going to do it. I'm sorry. Or right, Yeah, we're going to go and um, we're going to don't we're going to create a social program with a grant. It's going to be a one time grant where uh, we, you will have the money to um, uh, to to create uh, a, a community center. OK, community centers are great. Sure. Fine. I went to community center as a kid, but that didn't make a difference in my life. That did not make a difference in my life, in my quest for manhood and freedom and 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 and, and strength and prox- prosperity and happiness and peace in my life. The thing that made a difference was when I learned how to succeed economically, when I got that skill. And then when I got the resources to work that skill, then I truly became free. So what I'm saying here is that I think that what the Jordan brand is doing, I think is great. I think I think it's a good start. Um, I think that it is unfortunately trapped by this very limited amount of imagination that we have when it comes to truly solving problems in the black community. My background is mathematics. And in mathematics, you can't actually get a good grade on your test by pretending to solve a problem. You only get a good grade if you solve it. You can't, uh, you don't get credit for trying to solve the problem. Uh, You don't get credit for just throwing a couple of resources at the problem, you get credit for solving the problem. And then your progress is being measured in an accurate way. So I think the question becomes, when we're talking about all the problems we have in the community, all the challenges we have, how many people are really solving the problem versus pretending to solve the problem? 
versus simply contributing to the problem. Just, you know, there's a forest fire. So I'm going to throw a cup of water toward the forest fire and say, look, y'all, I threw a cup of water. That, that ain't nothing if you if you could have done more, if you, if you could have done it in a different way. So what I really think that, and this is important to understand in, in any situation, whether you're talking about your own kids, how to really empower your kids or how to empower your whole community, is that there has to be a point where you got to realize that true empowerment means being positioned to be truly competitive and being able to sit at the table with grown folks. I don't want black people getting charity from Nike or Air Jordan. I want black, black people doing business with Air Jordan. Right? What does that look like? What does that framework look like? Or at the very least, what would it look like to have, again, that very basic idea? Pull, write a check for $20 million. Tomorrow, you can do it. You probably make that much money in a day. And, and find the brightest black people in the community, not the, not the politically connect Negroes on, on TV. Find the black people who are rooted in the community, who have the skill set. Give them the resources. Give them the keys to the car. Don't try to control the car. See, that's control and power. That's your problem. You're addicted to controlling everything. Give them the keys to the car. Give them freedom to do what they need to do with the resources and let them build economic training camps all across the country. And here's the best part. When you give somebody charity, it's tough. It's tough on the person giving the charity and on the person receiving the charity. The person receiving the charity isn't empowered, so they're never going to get the confidence to know they can do things on their own. And the person that's giving the charity is then obligated to continue to provide the charity, and they're never going to benefit. But when you truly empower somebody to become a partner, as opposed to someone that you must sponsor, a partner is someone where you're not giving charity anymore. You're making an investment and investing is supposed to be reciprocal, like love. Like the more I love you, the more you love me, the better I treat you, the better you treat me. So if you make the black community a legitimate partner in your endeavors, then guess what? Not only will the black community benefit, but you'll benefit too. You'll benefit too, because now you've got these, you got a community full of people who don't need charity anymore. They're actually stepping to the table in a legitimate way as legitimate partners in your prosperity. You can make investments in a prosperous community and make more money than you ever had before. So people have to start investing in black people and stop just giving charity. Charity is for, um, it's for uh, little babies who can't take care of themselves. Charity is for old people who um who can't who aren't productive anymore? Charity is for disabled people. Now, how many of you in this room? Hey, give me give me a yes in the chat if you are neither a little baby, um, if you are neither a senior citizen, and you are not disabled. How many of you are able bodied and know how to learn and know how to work and know how to get things done? If you're in this category, raise your hand. Say yes in the chat. So I, I want to see all the yeses come across the screen. Why is that important? Well, because these are the people, Nike or Air Jordan, whoever's watching, because somebody, I'm sure somebody's going to watch because my videos get around or whatever. These are the people that you want to put the capital into the hands of. You give them skill, you give them capital, they will go out, they will take you a hundred million and turn it into a billion, and then they'll make you wealthier too. Stop thinking the black community is a big fat charity case because that is never going to empower the community ever, ever. 
So that's my two cents. Hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Uh, there's financialjuneteamtv.com if you'd like to participate and join. And uh, also, um, just so you know, uh, Thursday night at the Black Business School, which we're already doing a lot of these things. We have economic training camps all over the country. We do a lot of stuff already on our own. So whether they do it or not, we're already doing it. But these corporations that come along and want to write big checks, I'm like, well, I know people you can write checks to that can actually implement this stuff. Stop acting like it's an impossible quest to elevate the black community. That's white supremacy. White supremacy teaches you that it's impossible to help black people unless they all show up and vote for the Democrats or unless they all come and work for white people or unless they go get educated by white folks. Like that's white supremacist thinking right there. I don't believe in any of that. I believe in black excellence, not white supremacy. So let's start really solving the problem. And that's assuming that you actually care. So anyway, Thursday, um, Thursday night, attorney Tanya Nebo is coming through to talk about buying a franchise. And uh, there's the URL, the black Every month we have a millionaire expert or somebody that is a, an expert in their field that comes in and does a master lecture on how they make their money. Attorney Nebo, her superpower is that she has helped dozens if not hundreds of families to buy franchises. And that's been a great way to build wealth because it gives you an automatic business model without you having to figure it all out. So if you ever have wondered, you know, I don't know, I want to buy a Burger King franchise or I want to get a, you know, some other kind of franchise. Well, come to that event, uh, theblackbusinessseries.com. That's the URL. You can go take a look. And uh, she's going to be doing that tomorrow night. So anyway, I hope this was helpful. Uh, Please hit the thumbs up button, share button, and subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Reiteration, this is not a diss on the Jordan brand, not a complaint, not an attack on Michael Jordan. This is just me being as uh, ferocious and as direct with you as I can possibly be about what it's going to take to really solve these problems because you got too many people out here pretending to solve problems and we need to actually get things done. So take care, guys. I'm out of here. Please have a wonderful day and uh, I will see you soon. Be good. Peace.